Hey there, this is Hope Weston, and this is the Hope Finds Happiness podcast. I am figuring out marriage, motherhood, network marketing, and mental health. All along the way, I am finding happiness, rhythm, self-love, and empowering you to do the same along the way. I am not perfect, but I am embracing being perfectly me. Let's jump in. One of the most important things that I have learned over the last few years is that your mindset really matters. But before we dive into all things mindset and growing your mindset to a more positive place, I want to say a few things. First things first, I want you to know that the current mindset that you're in or the current beliefs that you hold about yourself and your life, it's not 100% your fault. So many of the things that we believe and were taught and have adopted of our, as our own were taught to us by our parents, by the church we went to, by the peers that we were around. They have been shaped by our personal experiences or by our level of privilege. Some things that we believe in are based in the personality that we were born with. Some people are naturally more outgoing. Some people are naturally more shy. Another thing that can greatly affect your mindset is any mental illnesses that you might be struggling with. Mental illness runs in my family, so I am definitely not blind to the fact that there are some people who genuinely need more support in the areas of feeling upset about things, feeling depressed about things, feeling anxious about things, people who struggle with mood disorders, um, all of the above. That can definitely have an effect on your mindset. So I first and foremost just wanted to say that so many of the things about the way that we view ourselves and the way that we view the world aren't 100% our fault and I'm not blind to the fact that some people definitely have a harder time with this than others. However, I have some good news for you guys, which is that confidence is not a personality type. I learned that from the first coach that I ever worked with. Confidence is not something that you're born with or not born with. Um, confidence is something that you grow into as you embrace who you are and the things that you want with your life. And no matter where you find yourself, no matter what you've been taught or the experiences that you've had or who you are or mental illnesses you might be struggling with, we can all choose to heal and we can all choose to learn new habits We can all choose to break old patterns and we can all choose to grow. So one of the first things that you want to do when you're trying to figure out if it's your mindset that might be holding you back from something is to think about what you think about. So when you have thoughts pop into your head, you want to ask yourself, why do I think this? Where does this thought come from? And is it true or is it something that I want? to be true about me or about the world. For example, I was raised in a home where we said something along the lines of money shmoney, as in who needs money. And so I grew up with the very deep-rooted belief that you don't need money to be happy. And while I still believe that money doesn't buy happiness, from my own perspective of somebody who worked two jobs and the credit card debt was piling up and I had no more than 5 to $10 in my bank account at any time after paying bills. I know that being broke and struggling causes a lot of stress and a lot of burden. So while money doesn't buy happiness, 
you know, me thinking, sitting around thinking money's not, money's not important. Money doesn't buy happiness. What I was really missing out on was I don't need money to be happy, but not having money is causing me a lot of, of emotional baggage. It's, it's making me stressed. It's making me upset. It's making me angry. Um, and why did I think that? Because my family thought that I learned it from them. Um, is it true? Yes and no. Um, is it true that you don't need to have money to be a happy person? Yes and no. I I have a hard time still kind of sorting through all of my emotions around it. But at the end of the day, I know that my family is a lot better and a lot happier when we have abundance and when we have a savings account in case of emergencies and when we can easily pay all our bills, when we don't have to put things back in line at the grocery store. So that was just, that's just one example. Maybe some of the things that you think about are things about your appearance or your personality or the kind of person that you are or that you were taught to be. Why do you think those things? Where did you learn that? Is it true? Is it something that you want to be true? You can think about these things. You can sit down with a piece of paper and you can write them out. Or you can just start to notice them as the thoughts cross your mind. The important thing with this is to recognize that they're not your thoughts. They're not your beliefs. They're something that you were taught, something that you learned through experience. And when you recognize where you learned them and who you learned them from, then it's time to forgive. I 100% forgive my parents. You know, we struggled a lot when I was younger. And so them giving us this, this mindset of, you know, who needs money? You don't need money to be happy. It did make us a happy family because even though we didn't have a lot, we had each other. And we have so many great memories from my childhood that didn't involve, you know, fancy vacations or, you know, super cool toys, the newest this and that. We were just happy because we were happy and because we had each other. So I forgive my parents for instilling these beliefs in me, but at the end of the day, I still know that I don't want that to be true for me and my family, my children. I know that abundance brings happiness and overflow brings happiness. And then I just give myself grace. Every single time I have a thought pass through my head about not being enough, not having enough, um, not being skinny enough, not being pretty enough, not being smart enough. I just give myself grace. I was taught those things from outside sources. Those are not things that I actually believe about myself at the core. They're just things that I learned from another person. So then I give myself grace and I'm able to move on easily with forgiveness into a new thought. So the next piece of rearranging our thoughts and getting our mindset back into the right place once we have checked the thoughts that are coming through our heads, where they come from, why they're there, and if I choose to believe that or not, is to choose the new thoughts, to physically or mentally, emotionally rewrite the things that we have been telling ourselves for so long. We have to reframe the situation. And for those of us who struggle with mental illness or have more deeper rooted baggage and trauma, this might look like getting help. Um, sometimes this is professional help like counseling, coaching, therapy, even medication, if that's something that your brain chemistry needs to get a new balance and to be able to reframe certain situations in your life. For me, although I do struggle with anxiety and I have been to counseling, for me, the biggest thing that I've been able to do to help me choose new thoughts and expand my mind is just reading books, plugging into podcasts, having a long conversation with a good friend who really 
loves me and, and cares for me. Sometimes it's a long talk with my husband about why I feel the way that I feel about things. Being able to surround myself with a large support, supportive group of women who want the same things as me, all of these things have been able to grow my mindset and help me choose new thoughts and rewrite my own stories. So let's give another example. I am a very busybody human being. I am very ambitious in my business. I want to be the best for my son. I want to be the best for my husband. I want to be the best for my my parents and I want to be the best in my business. Well, I put a lot of pressure on myself. And so one of my deepest rooted anxieties is that I'm not enough. Period. I I can't do enough no matter how much I do in a given day. It's not enough to keep up with everything. So one of the things I've had to do is rewrite my idea, my thoughts about having to be the best of everything for everyone all the time and reframe it to include myself, being the best to myself on top of everything else. So instead of saying, no matter how hard I work, nothing I do is ever enough. Well, that's not a good thought. I don't want to think that anymore. So I rewrite it. Everything that I do every day is for my family. Everything that I do every day is for my dreams. And everything that I do every day moves me a step closer because I wake up and I choose to move forward. And if I can live in that and knowing that I am enough just the way I am because I'm making these choices every single day to show up for my business, show up for my kid, show up for my life, and take the next right step one day at a time, that's progress and that's incredible and we should be proud of ourselves. And then in that same thought process is I'm not I'm not doing enough if I'm not doing it for myself. And that includes my self-care. I've gotten way more serious lately about making sure that I'm getting enough sleep, drinking enough water. I'm working with a nutritionist to make sure that I'm eating you know, the right kinds of foods. Um, And I'm not saying you have to take on all of these things at once, but make sure that when you're looking at the way that you're rewriting and reframing and choosing these new thoughts that you're including yourself, your self-worth and your self-care, the things that make you feel good and feel powerful are the things that you should be choosing to believe and choosing to write into these new thought patterns. All of that being said, sometimes it does take somebody who knows us a little bit more well or even a professional to show us the direction, the new direction that our life should take. But the first step is taking the first step to realize, I don't want to think like this anymore. I don't want to believe these negative things about myself anymore. I'm ready to move forward. What's next? And then finally, you have to keep going. This is not some destination that you get to where you're only going to think positive thoughts all day long. And in some cases, positivity isn't always the best the best thought process to have. Sometimes you do need to be realistic so that you can look at a situation for what it is and be able to move forward and problem solve from there. So it's a practice. It's a journey. It's learning how to watch your thoughts, figure out where they come from, forgive yourself for having them, move forward into the new thought, and then keep going. That doesn't mean that any of this is easy or fun, especially not at first when you realize 
how hard you are on yourself or maybe even how toxic some of your past relationships have been when it comes to putting you in a bad mindset. So the most important thing to remember is that you're not alone. We all have societal pressures put on us. We have unrealistic beauty standards. We have unattainable gender roles. There's all sorts of mommy guilt and wife guilt and sister guilt and daughter guilt that we get it just gets piled on on a daily basis by our culture, by our own families, whether or not they mean to. So I want you guys to remember that this is a journey of choosing a different mindset for your life every single day. You know, our beliefs are what turn into our thoughts and our thoughts turn into our feelings and then our feelings turn into our actions. We take action based on how we are feeling. So the problem with this is that if you believe that you don't have enough time and so your thought tells your feelings, well, we don't have enough time and your feelings are overwhelmed, sad, angry, that you don't have enough time for the things that you want to do, then you're not going to take the actions as if you do have enough time. You're going to take your actions in a very frazzled, I'm too busy, there's not enough hours in a day kind of way, which then reinforces your belief that you don't have enough time to do the things that you want to do. So it's really hard to change deep-rooted beliefs and and we know that and we know that it's a practice. So if we can start with start with our thoughts and if we can start with our feelings and we can morph those into our actions, our actions are going to show us a world with new beliefs where new beliefs are possible. So for me, I always try to do things based on what I want not based on how I feel. That doesn't mean that I neglect myself when it comes to self-care things like sleeping, eating, drinking enough water, you know, washing my face, anything that makes you feel good that's a self-care routine. But it does mean that I'm very in tune with myself and I can sit back and look at, I'm feeling really burnt out. I really don't want to work. Is that because I'm tired or is that because I'm procrastinating because I don't want to work? If the answer is that I'm really tired, then I do make myself a cup of coffee or go take a quick shower, go to bed early that night, ask my husband if I can sleep in the next day. You know, I do little things to see the ways in which I can prioritize more restful things for myself. But if I can look at it and I can say, you know, I'm really not that tired, I just I'm trying to procrastinate. I would really like to watch Queer Eye on Netflix. I would really like to scroll on TikTok for an hour and not do the work that I'm supposed to do. Then I am able to develop this mindset of it's not that I don't have enough time. It's not that I don't want. It's not that I don't feel like doing this. It's that I'm scared of something else or I'm not remembering why I set out to do this in the first place. Sitting down to work my business is not always the first priority, the thing that I absolutely feel like doing every day, but having financial freedom, being able to be at home with my son and giving my husband now the freedom to do the same, that is important to me. And that's why I keep showing up for my business the way that I do, even when I don't feel like I want to. Now, this is a little disclaimer for you guys. I know that I don't know you, you who are listening to this podcast. I don't know your story or the things that you've been through or the things that you're struggling with or the traumas that you've been through, but you do. You know deep down exactly what you need to do to move forward into the next chapter of your life. 
Let me give you this little analogy. If you're holding a bag of potato chips and you're holding a bag of carrots, you know which one is the healthy choice. You don't need an expert nutritionist to tell you which one of those bags is a healthier choice for your body and for your mind. You don't need somebody to tell you, you should probably wake up before your kids so that you can read something from a good book and start your day off on the right foot. You don't need someone to tell you, maybe you need to turn off the phone, turn off the TV, turn off the tablet an hour before you go to bed so that you have time to journal and wash your face and really sink into a relaxing sleep before you have to wake up tomorrow and do it all over again. You don't need someone to tell you that you're drinking too much soda or eating too much fast food. You don't need someone to tell you that you're not showing up for your business or your marriage or your kids to your utmost potential. You know exactly what you need to do to reach the next level of yourself deep down. But at the end of the day, I genuinely believe the thing that holds us all back is that we just need to be told that we're enough, that we're good enough, that we're smart enough, beautiful enough, popular enough. Because the reason that we don't make the healthy choice, the restful choice, the choice that prioritizes self-care, the choice that gets us closer to our dreams is because we don't believe that we deserve the healthy choices. We don't believe that we deserve the successful business. We think, I don't even know what I would do with all of that money even if I got it. So why even bother? So this is me sitting here telling you that you do deserve the healthy choices. You deserve the happy thoughts. You deserve to believe those empowering beliefs that you can do anything. We can have it all, friends, but it starts in your mind. Whether you believe you can or believe you can't, you're 100% correct. Oh my gosh, thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of the Hope Finds Happiness podcast. I hope that this spoke to some of you. I would love to have you tag me on social media at Hope Finds Happiness. Find me on Facebook at Hope Weston. Tell me what you guys thought. Share with your friends if it did something for you. Next week, we are going to be digging into time management skills and one of my least favorite things ever, mommy guilt. Thank you guys again so much for being on here. Much love and happiness to you.